Because then I started asking you, do you teach IMSA students? I don't think I have. Okay. Wait, I think I almost I feel had like one. You have I almost have. had one student. Like I refuse to believe there are no IMSA students at the University of Chicago. There much are less none I in the anthropology There are not in the upper department. Really? I did have. There was one IMSA grad. I don't remember his name, who was going to be in one of my sections, but then due to a scheduling problem, he had to switch to another section. Okay. okay. At least that was the official line. Do we think that's I don't because... think that he was worried that we would spend too much time talking about himself. <laughs> Which <laughs> is my you... word. So. But do you think <laughs> but do you think there are no anthro IMSA anthro students at the University of Chicago because anthro students go to other universities for anthropology? Or do you think it's because it's, well, it's so focused? I don't on want to blow your mind. Engineering, <laughs> I don't want to blow your mind. Uh, there are probably more anthropologists than some people might expect that came out of IMSA, uh, okay. but it's that not exactly. It's not actually uh, something that you know a lot of the IMSA grads are tripping over themselves to. <laughs> when we were there, there were something like eight classicists every year that came out of IMSA. Oh. That's gone up or down, but like, yeah. yeah. I know, I'm not surprised that there are other anthropologists. I'm just wondering why they're not at the University of Chicago. I just don't think there are a lot of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we have to and spread. certainly, I think there are quite a few who major in it. Um, but there aren't very many who've gotten PhD. Okay. Julia Jennings. Hey! one. And she's Dutch. Has she's a PhD she's... in anthropology. She has demography. Okay. Which is... I had to process that in my yeah. head. And I'm like, yes, I know what that is now. Populations. Using skeletal remains. Oh. I feel like it would be so much more interesting to see. I should have, you know, maybe I should call her up and find out uh, why it's taking me so long to finish my dissertation. Maybe it's because you're Julie, I'll send you an email. Her birthday was in December. Happy belated. Happy belated. She's December, baby. We ended up at the same Cubs game. We only found that out. Um, through Facebook, it was a Cubs Dodgers game. We only, oh, yeah. yeah, we're only. That was the that second out. one you went to. The second one, the was one Tuesday. I went after the, the day after I went with you, and I feel terrible because I never replied and was like, "Are you in LA? We need to copy something." And I never replied, and so this is me publicly admitting that that was terrible that I never replied. Well, no, you still have it's Facebook a whole new year, Lance. You can do it again. It's. I mean, that's a good time to go back and right those wrongs. Is to be. It's true. Like it's a new year. I apologize for year. this. You can because yeah. it's a new year. Yeah. It's a new year. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am explicitly carrying my guilt over into the new year. <laughs> because we're Catholic. Also, another. We just carry it until there's confession. Another uh, nice shout out about uh, Julia. Yeah. She has a, or did, uh, has a brightly colored winter coat. And it always made me happy because everybody wears black and gray. <laughs> and yeah. she always has this little pop of color. Yeah, I do appreciate that. What was like the hot topics of anthropology in 2018? Um, we had our own Me Too reckoning. Oh, in oh explain that. In anthropology or at the University of Chicago? Uh, in yes. anthropology. <laughs> you know, didn't you have a? Did the University of Chicago have? There, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like most universities sort of have a steady drip of those. Um. Although I think this study actually, there's one study I'm thinking of that might have actually come out in 2017 that was talking about the uh, high rates of various forms of sexual harassment and assault in both, in the, especially in during fieldwork mm -hmm. on archaeology and especially like paleoanthropology. Mm -hmm. 
And then in 2018, there is a uh, journal that started a few years ago, and there was a, uh, a whole series of things that came up around the editor for that journal. Ah, uh, so that was the hot topic. Was I mean, that's not an academic topic. Was there an academic topic? Was someone like mind blown by the newest leak? I love. There were some. I mean, I mean, there there are sort of every year. There were some fun uh, paleoanthropological discoveries. Ooh. New species and whatnot. Oh. Published in Oscar. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of fun. <laughs> Nothing. You sound like me if I were to be like, and then we had this really intense discussion about PAs in theater. <laughs> we're still ten years away from fixing that problem, but we're on it. <laughs> What are PAs? Production assistants. Oh. They are traditionally considered part of the stage management team. The problem is that... Be, uh, see, now you got me started. The problem is that on Broadway, PAs are essentially functioning as members of the stage management team, and they are union stage managers, but because we have not unionized the production assistant position, and production assistant could technically mean that you're assisting anyone on the production, not specifically stage management, we haven't unionized that position. It means that equity union stage managers are working for like $400 a week in New York City. That's what I worked. That's what I got when I was a PA on Broadway in 2010. So maybe you get $500 a week, no health no health benefits, no pension, but you're a union stage manager doing this and people do it because that's how you get on Broadway. And it's a huge problem. Might not be but because but the union's like, but you guys don't count it as stage management and we're like but everyone knows it's stage managers. Like everyone knows it's there. It's just the producer is not wanting to pay for the amount of stage managers it takes to put a show up on Broadway. Dear listeners, you might have heard uh, Steve I'm make a somewhat, this, yeah. a somewhat uh, out of place comment. Not hot enough. Not hot enough. I don't and know what fuck did I get? Ooh, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? Question of the podcast. Um. What. <laughs> That's Steve, what my mug says. Steve said, I don't know if it's hot enough, and he was not talking about Katrina's hot take. He was talking about... It wasn't so much a hot take as it was an explanation of Fair. union labor. He was talking about this delicious <laughs> Nutella hot chocolate. Again, we're back to the ASMR unethical writing. Here we go. Oh, that is pretty good. That's yeah, real good. Isn't that good? That is real good. The Nutella hot, to- hot chocolate yeah. is... I'd like to know? point out that Steve made this with a whisk. I just want everyone to know that he's using the proper utensils in the Time kitchen. Out. Should we? We should. Is this a sufficient? Yes, uh, Steve. Is it okay if I flip your tray table over here? Now? Yeah. Oh, okay. we're starting. Here we go. I mean, we've been. Oh, wait, we've been. Wait, do I say it? Do I say it before or after? Them? You say it before. Welcome to this edition of. Wait, let's up the micro micro microphone. I almost said microwave. So that it's closer, so we really get the. It's probably episode two, not edition. It doesn't matter. We're this in is, like episode. 15. This is what you get with improv podcasting. Welcome to this episode of Ethical Riot. Oh, it didn't fall apart as much as mine does. Oh, this is me standing it back up because we riot ethically here. We did not. This is new. This is new. New. So on the last episode, uh, we discussed the uh, best things about the podcast. 
We're going to put the microphone towards Steve because he's quiet and Matthew is loud. I'm just happily enjoying some hot chocolate, so we really don't need to do that. But we do have five voices around the table, so I yeah. think we should introduce ourselves. He's a host. Megan. I'm Megan, and I am Lance's wife. And she, this is her second appearance on the podcast. Hey. I'm, I'm Lance, and I'm Megan's husband. And a host. And I'm a host, too. My name is Matthew, and I'm not legally obligated to any of the people at this table. And also a host. Except, except in friendship, Matthew. Except, except, in friendship. except in friendship. That's socially obligated. So. <laughs> not legal. Until I bring up my friendship contract that I need to sign. <laughs> Literally 20 years ago! We have known each other for 20 years! It expired yesterday. We are so old. 20 and a half years? Soon? Wow, we're old. Um, (laughs) And then I'm I'm your host and creator, Katrina, and also the bank behind this podcast would not exist without the monies I pay to Squarespace. And um, she's also the editor. Oh, there is no editing. We've talked about this. <laughs> but it doesn't why, mean that you can't be the editor. Editor. Ooh, <laughs> That's why you're the editor. You, get, you open the podcast up every time and say, no, nah, it's as good as it is. That's yeah, fine. It's great. Publish. Um, it's good. <laughs> um, what were we... Anyway, so we have five of us. It's January 1st, 2019. Happy, Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year. This is where we were a year ago. We recorded a podcast. It's true. In Steve's apartment. There was no Nutella hot chocolate. Yes. There was champagne. There was. Or sparkling cider. Mm -hmm. We have cider. It's true. Is it sparkling? Technically, yes. (laughs) Is it though? It's fermented. Okay, that's not. (laughs) Not the same. I feel like it's not the same. You want extra bubbles? I don't know. I don't. It's fine. If I wanted sparkling cider, I would not have thrown out the rest of that bottle. I heard somebody in, in the grocery store last night. It really it delighted me because uh, it was such an odd usage of the English language. I thought he, his friend had brought up a bottle of wine, and then he said, "Yeah, but they also make one that's bubbled." That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing Scrabble a few nights ago with my family, and I played the word "warted," and I didn't look it up, but I just played it on faith that English could flip around like that yeah. and have a face be warted or a foot be warted. Mm-hmm. I get called mm-hmm. on it. And sure enough, you can have a face or a foot that is warted. So you can have a bubbled, a bu- what do they use? A bubbled? To make bubbling? Bubbled. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends on what it is. So if it's non-alcoholic, they just carbonate it. They carbonate yeah. it. And if it's alcoholic, it's usually done through secondary fermentation. Right. So you make the, the actual CO2 by the yeast mm, and all yeah. that stuff. But I, I like that, that English can do that. But that, that, yeah, it's bubbled, too. When you said warted, I thought that you were saying W-O-R-T. Oh. Like the... It's, like wormwort? Well, no, I was thinking of the... Uh, it's it's what the liquid is called during one phase of the beer-making process. I didn't know what that was called. What else did we learn from that Scrabble game? We learned that you can turn grace into ingrace. Like... To end grace, yeah. To end grace, I didn't know that word yeah. before then. I played it, he challenged it, and we found and that, out it was real. That one I lost. So. <laughs> now do you have uh, penalties for people who... We didn't, that we was didn't a friendly game. That way. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> there is, by the way, there's some delicious Nutella hot chocolate on the table. There's also 
bottle of rum on the table. Mm. And so Steve and I are just going to get more and more outgoing as the shot. podcast progresses. So rum chata. You're right. What is we the difference between soup. rum and rum chata? Cream and uh, cinnamon. Oh, That's hand that over. Katrina doesn't actually like the taste of alcohol, but she's throwing some rum chata into her. We're all going to get more and more. You do if the alcohol tastes like candy. Like is a strong word because I don't enjoy being drunk. Hmm. Yeah. So should we back up for a second before the podcast began? We were talking about Katrina becoming and aspiring to be a basic bitch. I do want to be one. (laughs) It's like one of my, my secret dream. To become a basic bitch. To is be so put together. No. <laughs> I don't no. think it's just that you're put together. The... You're put together, but you're also stylish in your leggings while pushing your baby stroller and accomplishing all kinds of errands while also taking over the world and running for Congress and drinking your pumpkin spice lattes and having the funds to purchase a pumpkin spice latte while also having funds in your retirement. I don't like this is what I envisioned a basic bitch. I don't I don't think most people I I think most people would cut out the uh running the world and work congress out of the definition. Well those were just examples of things women could do if they chose to. Now I think you're mixing basic bitch with lean in. That but oh. basic bitches do lean in. <laughs> right? Like I mean Cheryl Sandberg is just like she just doesn't wear leggings to work. Or maybe she does. She's had two babies for all I know. <laughs> I don't know. Just gonna say, as a cisgendered white man, I'm gonna be very quiet. <laughs> I don't know. You don't lust after those jogging strollers on the 606. Gonna be very quiet. <laughs> you know what? I don't lust after the children, just the strollers. Is, I was gonna say, is, is stroller? I mean, is it the actual stroller, or are we using stroller as a stand-in for the stroller and the woman pushing it? Because no, I mean, it, I, I. I don't. I don't want the stroller. No. I want the stroller. I want the baby, mm-hmm. but then I want the stroller. Man, can we I talk want about baby fever for a second here? Christmas can... time has created a real problem in my world. I'm just you can't <laughs> see me. Real baby fever. You can't see me, but I'm nodding. <laughs> That's because babies are adorable. They, they are adorable. They're like really cute. Yeah. But this baby fever goes beyond like babies being cute. Like this is. The, the baby fever that is sweeping over my wife is definitely a, a real, a real. You know, that's also thing. just hormones. <laughs> yeah, little column, a little column. <laughs> Wait, meaning you, meaning one or both of you really want a baby, or the people around you want you well, to I have want, a baby? I want, or a baby. Or I want the a fe- baby. The feet, yeah. So you heard the difference between me, who wants a family, and Megan, who has the fever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get lucky and we can get pregnant together. 2019. 2019. 2019. Will this be the first uh, podcast to include the conception of a child? <laughs> no. <laughs> not not, not the father of said child. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly not my child because the father they of my say, child is not here. They say your podcast, you got to keep giving them something new. <laughs> That's like a whole new ASMR experience. <laughs> That we are not offering our listeners. I think that is already a subgenre of podcasts and uh, audio files that people can go see on their own, in the privacy of their own home. I wouldn't know anything about that. Do you listen to podcasts at home? I don't. I listen to them when I'm walking or like driving. Folding laundry. Really? Dishes for me, yeah. What's a podcast you love listening to? 
give the people what they want. Tell them something in addition to this podcast. That they the three people. Hi, Steve. So far, we have Steve Downing, Chelsea Lynn, and we recently found out Lavina and Jamwani listens every so often. Hey. So Hi, Steve and Chelsea and Lavina. The ones, the ones that are edited. <laughs> Wasn't there somebody else who listened once? I don't. I don't know. Oh. I did think we had one or two other listeners. Uh, Kathy, Kathy Stieg, I'm not sure if she still listens. Does she? Is she? Yeah. Oh, so. did she listen or did she just talk to me about doing a podcast? I thought she listened. Maybe I'm wrong, but my understanding was that she listened. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we will actually have guests in 2019 and thus improve the quality of our podcasts. Huh. <laughs> the, but the question was asked to Steve. I was going to say the Adventures album. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Good old TAZ. Yeah. Oh, okay. Name one you Um, I think The Art of Manliness brings up some really interesting stuff. I always mm-hmm. enjoy them. And there's also a podcast, uh, which is admittedly a niche podcast. There's a podcast called uh, The Magnificast, which is two guys. Uh, both are Christians, and they are both leftists. And so they talk about the intersection between leftist mm-hmm. politics and Christianity a lot. So that's, mm-hmm. that gets really interesting. Mm-hmm. So they consider themselves uh, Marxists, but they've had anarchists and... Uh, mm. Uh, different uh, brands and strands and strains of organizers on, so that's one that I always sort of get a lot out of. And specifically through the lens of religion. Through the lens, yeah, through the lens of religion, kind of broadly defined, and Christianity in particular, and how Christianity and leftist politics have intersected in history and practice and all those things. So I always get something out of that, which is really fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, by listen to, I don't want to make people think that I do it regularly. Mm-hmm. But two podcasts that I have that have entered my ear holes <laughs> and that I've enjoyed mm-hmm. are The Allusionist mm-hmm. by Helen Saltzman, mm-hmm. where she talks about uh, uh, aspects of the English language that confuse and delight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I forget what it's called, but it just started in October. And there was a woman who found out that she was related to an anthropologist, a biological anthropologist, who uh, had a career, uh, well-known uh, anthropologist studying human evolution, and then he was a professor at the University of Washington, mm-hmm. and he said, well, if all these people think Sasquatch exists, then I might as well help them try to study it and do it scientifically. And so she found out he was she was related to him, and she thought that that was kind of hilarious and bizarre, and so she has a podcast about Sasquatch hunters. Amazing. Which I... Uh, that sounds great. That I listened great. to it on the way to uh, Thanksgiving down by Nashville, mm-hmm. and we listened to all four or five episodes that there were at the time, and it was a lot of fun. Delightful. One of the English language sounds good, too. The Allusionist. Yeah. That lovely. Yes. Sounds very good. I used to listen to Grammar Girl, and then I stopped. Also, I started running out of time to listen to podcasts. Oh. So. Yeah. I would like to not... I mean, this is not... This is a reflection of my own my time but I would like to not feel so pressed for time all the time mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I could say oh I have 20 minutes I shall listen to this podcast normally it's like oh god I got 20 minutes <laughs> but that's why I do it when I'm walking like I listen to podcasts when I'm walking or mostly when I'm walking when I'm walking or I'm like on my way somewhere basically it's a traveling activity for me yeah we live in LA so all I do is travel so mm-hmm. it's a good opportunity to listen to podcasts, you know. Yeah. I should maybe start podcast. I've I've gotten to the point where I can effectively uh, 
I cannot look at any uh, written words on public transportation or I just get sick. Really? Yeah. Because I have decided that public transit is my no shame reading time. Like, public transit is my me time, which is how I got all of my reading for fun done. And then I stopped taking public transit, and it destroyed my reading time. Oh, when you said no shame reading time, I thought you meant that that was where you read really shameful written (laughs) works. No, there are many of those as well. (laughs) True. Many. I don't think you understand how many terrible self-published versions of Beauty and the Beast there are out there. (laughs) Many of them romance novels masquerading as Beauty and the Beast Uh novels. Katrina does, though. I I don't because there are always more. (laughs) It's half, yes, but also, no. There's always more. Amazon is like, here's another Beauty and the Beast novel for only $2. And I'm like, well, if it's only $2. Right now I'm reading a Marilla, I'm reading an Anne of Green Gables prequel called Marilla of Green Gables. It's about Marilla Cuthbert. Don't read it. I'm like two thirds of the way through. Save yourselves. And do not give this author any more money because she does not deserve it. But we all need to find out why Marilla became so strict and cold before you don't, Anne of Green You Day don't. You don't need to know what went wrong in her and John Blythe's relationship when they were courting when she was 14. You don't. Does it ever get confusing for you to keep track of the expanded universes that all of these now exist in for you? Yeah. Can you keep track of the, the alternate timelines within each of these realities of Anne of Green Gables no or even like Beauty and the Beast oh no what I do forget is I forget which books I've read before I've read so many there are so many Beauty and the Beast books on my Kindle that I forget which ones I've read like you read several of them multiple times before you realize like like I get into it I'm like oh right this this is the book about that this is the one set in Italy where she is a thief and stuck on this island and there's not magic but it's real and then I'm like oh right I've read that one and then I have to like go to it, and I'm like, oh, what's this one about? And I'm like, oh, right, this was the really bad one. And then I go to another one, I'm like, oh, right, this was the really good one. Those I reread. But then sometimes I hit the really bad ones, and I'm like, oh, right, I have read this. But have you watched Ugh. the like series from like either the late 80s or early 90s where Both. they're detectives and they're like solving crimes together? Uh, wait, are you referring to the ones with Linda Hamilton yeah, and Ron yeah, Roman? Yeah, yeah. So I own all three seasons on DVD. <laughs> I have only made it into the second season because that show is so bad you can't actually watch it. It just it's can only be on the background. I did watch all four seasons of the reboot on the CW. That was atrocious. You're welcome. I watched it for you. It was bad. What was it called? Beauty and the Beast. It, oh, okay. Yes. There are also, there's a few others, movies, like I've seen the Mormon Beauty and the Beast on YouTube. That was bad. Can I give you a resolution for 2019? Yes. Whenever you talk about Beauty and the Beast, yeah. you have to say, Beauty and the <laughs> No, I can't sound as pretty to, as Angela Lansbury. It has to be, has to be in the no. sentence, and then the sentence on either side of it is totally normal. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I second terrible. this. I will, not, not, I will no. not accept any other pronunciation of the word Beauty and the Beast out of your mouth except for those. No, words. but that's so not pretty. I mean, I like, can't <laughs> help myself from just Beauty and the yeah. Beast. And have you seen the French Silent film? I haven't seen the silent one. I've seen Jean Cocteau's, and I I have seen the 2014 French version. Um, I have seen the 2017 Disney live action, which was a piece of crap. Because Um, of auto-tune on beauty. uh, There were other more problematic (laughs) reasons, like storytelling-wise, that it was a disaster. 
And it makes me really angry that I made a lot of money because Disney now thinks they did something right when they did not. I have strong opinions and you guys got me started and this is all your fault. We have to blame for many things. But have you seen the canon fairy tales version of Beauty and the Beast where they have a songbird that they like wind up with a key? (laughs) I don't know. I've seen fairy tale theater. (laughs) I've seen fairy tale theater with Shelley Duvall. Yeah. I've I've seen that one. I don't know about the songbird one. I'll find it. Please do. What's fun about marriage? I had no idea. My wife knows so much about different Beauty and the Beast versions. That's but that's really interesting. I, I'm definitely a soul sister with Katrina about Anne of Green Gables and Beauty and the Beast. Have you read the yeah. fan fiction? No. That I have not gotten into. There was a day where I had reread the Hunger Games trilogy. And I was like, I had finished Mockingjay, but I still desperately wanted more Hunger Games. So I went to the internet, which was my first mistake. (laughs) And I found Hunger Games fanfic, which was my second mistake. And then I found a Hunger Games slash Beauty and the Beast crossover where... What? Oh, yes. I don't even know how that would happen. How does that even work? Petra was the Beast and Katniss was Beauty. And they hadn't even finished writing it so like at some point in time i need to go back to find this terrible fanfic to see if the author ever finished it because i'm a completist like how much time are you willing to give to these things like when you stumble across it oh like, when i find me- it if i'm if i have gone down to a dark place where i am looking at being at these hunger games crossover fanfic you're gonna yeah you're then gonna. i'm in it <laughs> if you ever go to a dark enough place you, you could read the um Sleeping Beauty, like, trilogy by Anne Rice. That's the most ridiculous thing I've so ever read. I bought the first book my first year of college because I, I saw the erotic and I read yeah. it as exotic, like, did not process what erotic meant. I made it to chapter three when I there were, like, the red book. hot pliers, yeah. tongues on nipples, and I was it's like... It's a lot of spanking. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot of spanking. And, like, she gets dragged behind a donkey. That's just in the first three chapters. So I did not finish those That's books. the one sitting in our bookshelf right now, isn't it? I, I think I still own the copy of the first yeah. one. And I did finish it, but never again. <laughs> never again. It wasn't for me. That's fair. I I'm support Megan's choices. Target audience for that. But I also question who is a, a basic bitch. No, no I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. No, I. I mean, maybe that's the one place I don't want to be because you're right. I bet basic bitches think Twilight is good writing. Do they though? I don't know. Do basic bitches think Twilight is good writing? Or Fifty Shades of Grey? Maybe. Yeah. It was a worldwide phenomenon. That's about do as much we as think I can that, say about that? Do we think that basic bitches become a floating signifier that can mean anything you want it to mean? Liberty. Well, but then liberty, justice, truth. Yeah. Did we just compare basic bitches to liberty? No, they're no, not floating just signifiers. <laughs> so we're just listing things now. Uh, I mean, that's what I do. Uh, I just happen to start saying words. Okay. They just happened to be This is true. It was a coincidence. What were we talking about? What started me on that good long rant? Beauty and the Beast. No, before that. We were talking about podcasts, weren't we? Podcasts. Oh, Eric, yes. Eric comes full. If we had an editor, that would be a good section to just Never mind. About. Never mind. <laughs> Actually, uh, we get back pull out and make a separate episode. <laughs> I mean, we're we now at like multiple the... spin-off podcasts. Well, it would be more that we would just have more content on ethical writing. Mm. 
instead of you know once a month we'd be talking mm-hmm. what are you talking about more content i don't i don't think you can pack more into 60 minutes than we have yeah we would ever have more true. 60 minute episodes so that could just be a little mini episode yeah just yeah. a little right, right. like oh wait wait don't Bite tell me wagon. the podcast they have interviews with faith mm-hmm. saley that is only available on the podcast. No one else knows what I'm talking about. Nope. I'm not what you're talking about. I kind of know what you're talking about. Because I listen to Wait, Wait on a podcast form, and so they have extra mini episodes uh, of Faith Saley interviewing people who have worked on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And it's delightful. If you do want more hot chocolates, it was feel quite free good. to help yourself. No, you, quite good. you, can't, you can't have any. Mm. No, you well, can. you could make your own. Exactly. If you wanted to. What is the recipe for this Nutella hot chocolate? Put a little milk in a saucepan. Heat that up on medium. Dump in some Nutella. Whisk it until it's evenly Whisk. mixed. The whisking is the important part, y'all. And then add some more milk so that you get uh, the appropriate flavor you want out of it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. maybe a little rum chata. Mm-hmm. Has but anyone else appreciated the rum chata? Sure. Yes. Delicious. Did you put rum in yours? I didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're up to three rum chattas. I Well, somebody told us he was going to abstain when he got here. I'm abstaining today. Oh, yes. We'll see how long that goes. How late did your party Have any of you ever night? done... Uh, I think the last folks left right about two. Mm-hmm. So it was respectable. Mm-hmm. However you want to use that word. Floating signifier. Yes. I was very excited when Livina and I both were like, and we're piecing out at 1230. Thank you all. Like, yes, adulthood is the best. <laughs> Going home. We and had a non party last night. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I was promised that you'd be in your pajamas and you were not. I did not say anything about pajamas. That was Lavina. Sorry, Lavina. Lavina said, I'm bringing Katrina in her pajamas. These are lies. Matthew was lying as of this morning. Oh, no, no, no. She said she was going to bring you in her pajamas. No, also a lie. That's how she phrased it. That was a lie. I'm coming with Katrina in my pajamas. All of these things are lies. I will show you on my phone. That's, no. While he pulls that up, I just noticed that Katrina's actually wearing a Beauty and the Beast t-shirt right now. I am. It's because I did laundry today and I have to pack for San Diego tomorrow and so I had to wear a shirt that I would not want to bring to San Diego. When do you go to San Diego? Thursday. Like two days from now. Like less than 48 hours from now. But Lavina anyway. wrote, I shall arrive with Katrina in my pajamas. And okay. so I was expecting Katrina to be in Lavina's pajamas. I mean, that's a fair expectation based on that sentence. Is what it? can I say? I'm a grammarian. I support you. You have so many sides to you, Matthew. Three of us are going to be in California by Friday. That's yeah, weird, we are. We're leaving for LA tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Southern California specifically. So specifically. Yeah. We are very... In the corner of the world. Yes, we shall be ex- avoiding the polar vortex. What? Is there one? I don't know. I just assume it's coming. You know January is the coldest. I thought it was February. Mm, I think of January. In my experience, it's January. But I've also Where's Google Monkey here. when we need him? He's at home recovering from the flu. Why can't we teleport him in? Not what are they doing? If we could teleport him in... Uh, I would be doing other things with our lives. <laughs> I <laughs> would have a very different career, sir. Telecommute him. That's you want me to call Google Monkey so that why don't you know? Like I'm not saying it's just Google Monkey's fault. Also, do you have a napkin? Because I definitely just spilled hot chocolate on your table. Um, I have a coaster. 
putting it out. Basic bitch has a coaster. I, I remember the first episode when we actually had pauses for people to Google things by themselves at home. <laughs> I would love, I'd love to know if anybody actually ever did that. And was Please. like, you know what? I think I will. There's not as what you mean is, you know what? If you would like to report back, if you if you would like to report back on whether you have ever done Googling at home on your own time, please email us at ethicalrioting at gmail.com. Well, there you go. Uh, oh, Matthew has Average monthly temperature in Chicago. Um, He's looking at, at his phone. Average low, although I see a couple different websites. Average low for January 17 for February 20. Hmm. See, I win. Ugh, rude. And even when you look at when you look at the highs, January's thirty-one and February's thirty-five. Ha ha! Again, I win. You know what? It's just because Valentine's Day is in February, so like everyone's so happy and loving that it raises the temperature. Really? <laughs> yeah. We were science students. Were you? <laughs> I was trying to make it positive. I was trying to make it sound good that you were wrong. I am rambling, and this look that Matthew is giving me—he's very upset at me. I always wrong. thought February was the coldest. You know what? Ethical writing needs like an intro or an outro jingle. Someone should make that an email. We had too. a ukulele. I mean, well, I have a ukulele. I think at one point we were going to make a song. Do you have any instruments? Don't look at me. No. What would it sound like, Katrina, if you, if you made I don't know. I think we should commission Rockapella to do this. I'm just putting that out there. They I think. Yes. I assume so. I hope so. There's a new Carmen San Diego movie coming out. What? Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I'd, be, I'd be terrified if they didn't do the intro. I know. Very upset. Also, so surprisingly excited about Detective Pikachu, y'all. What are things you were excited oh, yeah. about for 2019? Detective Pikachu, which I did yeah. not expect to be excited about, but now I am. Also, I'm getting married, so I'm vaguely excited about that. Yeah. Vaguely? <laughs> I hope, vaguely. Hope so. I'm also doing like the biggest show of my career, so I'm also vaguely excited about that. So 2019 sounds like a real solid year. What's the yeah. biggest show? It's a it's Detective a free Broadway. Only if only. No, that's called the Greatest, greatest Showman. Showman. <laughs> well, I've, I've seen already that. seen it. Um, no, it's called. Uh, it's a pre-Broadway musical about Princess Diana called Diana. Is there an exclamation point on the end of that, or is I don't there think not? so. I don't think so. Because if there, if there's not, and it's a musical, I just I don't know if I can come see it because there has to be a music an exclamation point. I don't the think that I no, title. there doesn't. Every musical. There doesn't. It's about yeah. cabaret with an exclamation point. Well, or Chicago with an exclamation point. I, I will send you a special invitation. It's not Mary Poppins <laughs> with an exclamation point. Does that involve Elton John's Candle in the Wind at all? It does not, unfortunately. <laughs> candle in the Wind! <laughs> <laughs> That's like the ultimate Diana Princess Diana. That's the only Princess Diana song I know, and I didn't know How it was in the that be to get the rights to that song? I don't know. A lot. A lot is a good answer. I don't know. It's not even a thing I can handicap. Disney <laughs> might know because they had to get the rights for Elton John songs, but then they probably already owned them for The Lion King. They probably already owned those rights before they put them up Broadway. Because Elton John wrote yes. the music to Lion King. Yes. This is my thought process. Also, Aida, if anyone was wondering, Elton John has had two Broadway musicals. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Aida. Now I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to come up with the funniest musicals 
when you put an exclamation mark at, mark at the up. end. Yeah. Like, um, which what would be the funniest? Does it have to be at the end? Could you have an exclamation point in the middle? Why not? A streetcar named Desire. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the Death of a salesman. Every time I see Panic at the Disco, I think there's an exclamation point in the middle of that band's title. Yes, I want it to be at the end. That Panic. Was that was that was the inspiration for the question. Yeah, they're just not gonna. They're just. I'm not trying to know. My fair lady. My fair lady. This is really fun. I like this game. What else can we play? My fair lady. I did that. I know, but I'm trying to do it in a slightly different uh, inspiration. Oh, okay. You know, like I'm playing around. Okay. You can just. We could spend the rest of the podcast just screaming words, <laughs> one by one, <laughs> and they may or may not be related to the topic. Of Steve, do you have a paper dictionary? Because we can. I would spend the next twenty-four hours just screaming. Twenty-four hours. Words yeah, podcast. you always try to end the podcast at the hour, but you know what? We are going to filibuster by reading the dictionary <laughs> by screaming. This is not a democracy, Mr. Smith. <laughs> also, not a musical. Not yet. Yet. <laughs> However, have you heard about this um, documentary about musicals that were written for trade shows or like corporate conventions? I've heard about those kinds of musicals, but a documentary. Would Apparently, be awesome. it's a documentary because someone spent has spent their life collecting the original cast albums, and they were all. And of course, because like you're making a musical for Johnson and Johnson, so they're throwing three million dollars at it, so you can get actual Broadway talent to write a musical about bathtub fixtures. So to, to back up for a minute, there was, Wait, a time, that's for, yeah. there was a time in American history when like a third or half of a huge amount of stuff was manufactured here. So at trade shows and conventions and things, people that put on these trade shows... America was great then! Something like that. But they would actually uh, hire Broadway talent to make a musical about the product or the service or the industry that the show or their convention or whatever was centered around and they put these elaborate productions on and they were commercial musicals about a product or a service or something. For the people who worked for the company. Yes. For Johnson & Johnson or for cleaning product, whatever it was, it would actually have a musical for everybody at that convention. And would they ever, see. were they only performed once? Basically, yeah. That's my understanding, yeah. Like, yeah. did, um, did, uh, I don't know, the Barbasol convention travel around the country no. musical or whatever. I think it was only performed once. No. But they did make a cast album. And so it was like the the the, the review of the document documentary was so very sweet because they were like rather than death of a salesman, it was like extolling the virtues of a salesman because you're telling a musical about salesmen to salesmen. So they don't want to be reminded about the not exciting parts of their job. Or death. Or death. They want to be reminded or how they never live up to their brother's shadow, right? Are you still talking about Death of the Salesman? I think so. Are you talking about his sons? I thought he... And uh, you know what? It's I think it was Willie Loven's son, wasn't it? I'm sure. I imagine you're like, talking about his sons. Right. But what, who is he flashing back to? Hmm. I thought he was flashing back oh, just to his mistress. Is it, is it his brother? Who is it that he has flashback toward at the end? I don't like that. Man, it's been forever since I've read that play. Don't tell anyone. Well, you know what play that you, you know which musical I've always really enjoyed. <laughs> what? And it's just now making sense to me. A widget named Desire. You've heard of a musical named A Widget Named Desire? Yeah, one of these corporate ones. Seriously? Yeah. Are you making fun of me right now? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because I would totally listen to A Widget <laughs> Named Desire. That sounds good. I'm just saying, I would. Although it does sound a little bit like it's for an adult industry. 
A widget. A widget it does not. <laughs> a widget sounds like it's very efficient, like the Gilbreths. Well, we will leave that as an exercise for the listeners. Have to write, direct, and starring a musical a named A Widget Named Desire. No. I can't believe we I mean, we do have our... A widget! I'm sorry. Named Desire. Named Desire. Named we Desire. do have our 20-year high school union coming up. We could write and then perform at the reunion the musical A Widget I mean, Named Desire. I mean, by let's extend three years. Two. Two. Two and a half. Don't... <laughs> you all need to get out of my face. But that's that's roughly the amount of time I think we're going to need to that, write. That did that terrified me a little bit. The twenty anniversary. I had to do the math in my head. Well, like, we've already established that Matthew and I have known each other for twenty years. True. Twenty and a half. Terrifying. Yeah, because we all we all landed in Aurora together. In we've known Katrina. Nineteen ninety eight. Katrina and I have known each other three weeks longer than we know. Well, we yeah. got, you guys win. Why? Yeah. You have some kind of orientation. We had to go to summer school for if the kids. Because uh, <laughs> I had my. School had not taught me how to factor, <laughs> and therefore I could not begin school at IMSA without learning how to factor. Excel. Yeah. What, what? What, what? Yeah. It was called Excel. Oh, that's summer that's, school. That's what it was. Huh. Yeah. 98. We were cool. 5C. 05C. 02B. 04B. Megan, do these random numbers and letters make any sense to you <laughs> Only at all? because I've been around Okay. And then we moved to 01. Yep. Because it flipped from a girls' to a boys' hall. And now it goes, does anyone actually call it Harris Hall? Current and recent alumni, please let us know if it actually or is current called. Students, or current students. Although current students probably can't download this because it gets an explicit rating every time. Every time. I haven't figured out how to take the explicit rating off. Mm, don't. Well, you have to not swear. Don't swear. I haven't sweared yet today. We've been using Sworn. the word. Sworn. We've been using the word. Bitch every ten minutes. Yes, but bitch is allowed on 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 oh. network television. Really? They use it on How I Met Your Mother all the time, and that was on CBS. Are no, it wasn't. Was fucking it kidding me, Katrina. Okay, Matthew. Ding, 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 Matthew ding, ding, ding. Charles Stephen Charles Let's Matthew Nicely. <laughs> do you have to say that it's explicit, or do they have something where they? I, I think it's a self-reporting, and then if it's really super popular, but you know, our three listeners have not reported yet to iTunes. That we do that we have labels. inappropriately labeled our podcast. I don't know if that'd be funny or just sad if one of our listeners was like, "Report this content." I don't know why you keep using the plural. <laughs> uh, multiple people have listened to the podcast. We know At where, we know where you live, Downing. <laughs> Only because you sent us Christmas cards, which were very sweet, by the way. Thank you. I hope. Otherwise, I hope. We'll Other, otherwise this is not going. Look, everyone at this table got a wedding invitation, so y'all calm down. Sure did. With my bougie Death Star wax seal, which is like the only bougie thing I did on my invitation. Bougie? Yeah. No, are you kidding? The wedding magazines are all like, you cannot use address labels. You have to hand calligraphy everything. It is like the height of. In if disrespect to use address labels, and I was like, excuse me, I'm going to go get my Avery template, and I'm going to put these things in my printer. Thank you. I'm sorry. We live in the future, and one of the great <laughs> things of it is automation of those tasks. I was like, mail merge. Mind. Google Monkey didn't know what a mail merge was. What? He didn't know how to do one. He didn't know what it was. And I was like, okay, honey, well, we're going to pick up some Avery things. We're going to make some address labels. So then he goes to the internet, looks up how to order personalized address labels on the Avery website. And I was like, what are you doing, honey? And he's like, I thought you wanted address labels. And I'm like, we just go to Staples. Word and we buy some. Processor. 
he's an architect, so he has an office manager to do these things for him. I love you, Google Monkey. Who only who may listens or may not to this. Listen. He only listens to this when he misses my, misses my voice. Well, he listens to it live. It's true. He's, he's but been not our only week. live audience. Anyway, but I did think it's very funny that this, like, 37-year-old man had never heard of a male merge before. I'm only conceptually aware of one of these more than I... I don't think I've ever actually done one. I don't understand. Have you never had to work an office job? I've had to do Nothing involves mailing a lot of things to a lot of people. (laughs) I remember one word... I can do do sick-in-the-head things with Excel, but... (laughs) I remember when when, uh, Microsoft Word had to do... Uh, mail merging emails. Like I know somebody who found a lot of work that way. He used to be a live designer, and that's how he'd find work. He would mail merge, put all of his potential contacts in. Oh yeah. He would mail merge his email. So instead of sending, um, you know, what what basically any email marketing program will do for you today, he did it in Microsoft Word. So that was one of the early. So he was an original bot. He was <laughs> one of the original um, spammer in the best possible way because it worked for him. Oh, oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I support work. I support spam. The edible kind? I was yeah. Say the, the pork? That's what I was There's a blind restaurant, but it's true. I like spam. Did it close? Or are you talking about a different one? You know, I am not sure. Because the one that's directly across from volumes closed. It I changed names it. and then it closed. I'm not going to say that that really. We ate there. Was that last? No, yes. that was early. It was last winter, but it wasn't. Yes, it was not. Well, Lance and I have come to find that Cafe Absinthe has closed here in Chicago, which is where we met. Yeah, and where celebrated. is Cafe Absinthe? Uh, it is the corner. Was it the corner? It was behind right. the brick building in the corner there. So we met there. Was it a cafe? Uh, I mean, it was a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, That's why I never went. Bar restaurant. Yeah. So we met there the first day. Yeah. We celebrated. Was it our second anniversary there? And then when we then, got engaged, our engagement, yeah, our engagement party, party I had all of her friends uh, and my friends there waiting for us after I proposed. And thankfully, she said yes. I walked in and be like, thank you for coming. Go and home. Not there. No, 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 no. You just changed the party at that point. <laughs> I'm not saying that it happened to people I know. But... Keep Lance from walking into the lake <laughs> party. That would have been necessary. Yeah. Well, I, f- I hope that... At our age, in theory, you've had the conversation with your intended, and therefore know the answer. Regardless of your age, hopefully you have that conversation. <laughs> Dude, my cousin just got engaged. He's 20. He's wow. still in college and just got engaged to his long-distance high school girlfriend. They've been long-distance for five years. Still Congratulations, cousin of mine. <laughs> that was a big qualified congratulations, but still, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. If you have babies before me, I'll be very upset. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, Because by cousin, I mean first cousin once removed. That's a little different, though. Your your wedding really is a bit of a, it's like a week-long extravaganza. No. Well, (laughs) to the people that are (laughs) deeply involved, mostly it's one day. (laughs) The The real wedding is on a Wednesday, so our bachelorette party is the Monday before, and then we'll have a rehearsal Tuesday. Real wedding Wednesday, nothing on Thursday or Friday unless you want to. Cubs game on Saturday, so fly in for that. And then Sunday is the fake wedding with all of the party and stuff. 
And the, the real wedding's at a bookstore, right? Yes. I heartily approve of this. Yes, we're very we just had a meeting with her yesterday. Oh nice. To like go over and she's like, So do you need anything? And we're like, No. It's yeah. fine. And their finances she's, look good, yes? Yeah, hopefully. They can't go I keep buying books from them so they can go out of business. <laughs> do they do they stock a lot of Anne Green Gables uh fan fiction? Uh well, I should. Is, is that, that actually they the are the bookstore where I first saw the book, which I then thankfully did not buy and instead went to the library for. So I'm only sort of half keeping them in business. But I am keeping the Chicago Public Library in business, which is also good. Because we all need the Chicago Public Library. Public Library. Yeah, we yeah. do need public libraries. Did yeah. we ever did we ever figure out which podcast is your favorite? Are we still talking Mine? about Are we that? still talking about that? I think we've we've looped away from it a few times. Did My we ever complete that? Two favorite podcasts. One is Nerdette, which is a WBEZ podcast from NPR. And I love it. And the other one is also an NPR podcast. It's a spin-off from Radio Lab called More Perfect. <gasps> yes. 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 Did you listen to did you buy the album? I bought the album. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an entire album of songs dedicated to the 27 Amendments. Hmm. Yeah, so delight. it's a podcast about basically Supreme Court case. It's a cut. Interesting. It's well, fantastic. Yes. It's like the civics class that you need as an adult that you didn't realize you I, needed. I wish I knew what all the numbers were. I mean, you don't have to sing all the songs for it. That'd be really useful knowledge to be like, oh, the Sixth Amendment is, oh, and the 21st Amendment is clearly the Amendment. I, in theory, because I listened to this season, well, I should be able to tell you what they are. We, the three three people, people are united. That's why I was going to guess it was the repeal. Because 19 was women perfect, women voting, 20 was prohibition, 21 was repealing prohibition. Provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and support the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this constitution. For the United States of America. This is why we need two and a half years to write a musical. I'm wondering how much money we owe ABC and Disney right now for singing that on every Disney owns Schoolhouse Rock? I think it's an ABC thing, wasn't it? I don't know. Well, we'll pause briefly for the people at home to look that up. If only we had a Google monkey. And is what's oh, wow. uh, what's nerdette about? Oh, Besides it's just lady nerds. Yes, please. Um, it's not always lady nerds. They've interviewed Tom Hanks, which was actually a very delightful interview because all he did was talk about typewriters the entire time. Yep. I'm really looking forward to him portraying Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw today it has a working title. Oh yeah. Um, what's what's the title of the theme song? Love the day in the neighborhood. Is that it? Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna be the beautiful day. I still haven't beautiful seen day? that documentary yet. It's uh, bring a tissue. It's good. Okay, that's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very behind. And the, the documentary was called Martin Luther King. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I saw Mary Poppins okay. Returns. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. Good movie. I have. I have opinions. I always have opinions. Oh, clearly. Well, don't whisper. What are those opinions? I feel like so Mary Poppins Returns did not understand. They basically changed the character of Mary Poppins, which I'm not super thrilled with. Like, it's a delightful film. Was there too much spanking? No, there was too much <laughs> magic. Was it under a pseudonym for Anne Rice? No, there was too much magic. 
And there was a Deus Ex Machina. And I, I despise Deus Ex Machina. I feel like it's lazy writing. For a second, I thought you were going to say Deus. I thought you said Deus Sex Machina. I was like, that goes back to the Anne Rice, doesn't it? No. The Greeks. What would, what would Anne Rice's pen name be? I'm thinking like. And it's Anne M. Rockelaire. That was her pen name for the erotic sleeping beauty. Oh. She already no, but it. I was trying to think of a of like one that's so transparent that it would be hilarious, like Andy Buckwheat, Andy Quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> what would your pen name be? Erot- erotic or non-erotic? Or, yeah, erotic or non-erotic. I don't know. Um, my, I've always thought a good drag name, and I heard this on uh, Road Rules in the nineties, so it's not mine. Uh, but Weenie Bago mm-hmm, is a good mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve and Lance are getting paper towels and hot chocolate. We are, you know, we've seen the fermented here in that door, right? It's true. This hot chocolate just sit on the table. This is riveting. Now, both Lance right and I have spilled <laughs> our hot chocolate and cleaned it up ourselves because we are ethical persons. And then Steve took our paper towels. Ooh, but it's very hot hot chocolate. My hand is quite warm. Um, do any of you do resolutions? I have in the past. I don't know that I'm going to this year. Yeah, I don't do it. Because I like, I have this, I have a, so, I have a good intention of like losing twenty pounds by May first. Well, that would be, I think, the better way to phrase it. Then, what is your intention for twenty nineteen? If you like summarize it in a word or in a. I want to be a, a better person. I mean, that's rather broad. <laughs> is there anything specifically you would like to be a better person? I did, I did see a friend post today that in 2019's resolution is to be less of an asshole, and I was like, that's good, but how, how, <laughs> how, would, how will you accomplish how this? That? How did you become aware that this is a problem? It's <laughs> a good follow-up question. Yeah. Anything specific you want to do this year? It's not specifics. It's more like I just want to follow through, and I have a lot of... I feel like I am not living up to my potential. Thanks, Insa. Um, I just feel like I'm not living up to my potential and that I could be doing... A lot more either on a daily basis or like big picture I should be working I should I should be healthier like actually do my stretches and take care of my body and eat my vegetables and I should actually be financially healthier and like stop save. buying those damned pumpkin spice latte I, <laughs> thank you for that Matthew I don't and like lattes could, at all you could buy a house latte pouch. you know that I wait organic and caffeine free Wait. Should we plug? Does this have? I mean, it can't so hurt. No, okay, let's, let's plug. But that. does this have coffee in it? Oh, if it says latte on it, I'm gonna guess yes. No, but it's latte powder. It does not appear to. I think you put this in your latte. I think you have to add. Oh no! But it says add ounces of hot water and milk. It sounds like that. Sounds like uh, dry water. Turmeric latte you know, mix. Just rehydrate it. But there's no there's no coffee listed in the ingredients. <laughs> Dried water. <laughs> my my dad has a can on his desk labeled dehydrated water. Just add water. <laughs> he printed up the label and threw it in a tin can. I don't think that's actually latte. I think you have to add the coffee. In which case, I will take it because I don't like coffee. In any case, good trip coffee. <laughs> anyway, the other point. <laughs> really? Yes. Who? Angela. We looked up her last name, what it is currently. It's not Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? Angela Lansbury. 
It's not. Okay. She she did she did not go to Emsa as much as we love her. She didn't go to Emsa. No. She still could. Maybe she, she needs. Maybe she's she still a Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know it, but I don't know how to pronounce it. It begins that's, with an O. Was she friends with Erica Lightfoot? <laughs> she was friends with Erica Lightfoot. Uh-huh. She was like really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't. I don't know her, so she can't get angry at me. And oh, it's a really German last name, so I'm just gonna go ahead and give it a shot. And if I don't pronounce it correctly, she can. Uh, write she's, in. She's not. Ethical writing at gmail.com. Yeah, she's not gonna. She's not gonna do anything. So the the name we think is Angela Campbell Olerking. Oh, Angela Campbell. There we go. There we go. Uh, and the company is Good Trip Coffee, and they make cold brew coffee that is ethically sourced. Excellent. Yeah. From, this is a... uh, I want to say, majority female-owned Ooh, farms. how exciting. Yeah. Really small business. Where is it based out of? Manufactured by Golden Roots LLC, Denver, Colorado. Did I answer my own question? The Golden Root just showed I up. I think so. So Good Trip Coffee. Let's there. not move Angela Lansbury in 2019. That's she a great resolution. A I mean, and I don't know like, how much control we have. <laughs> is the next Star Wars movie coming out in 2019? I think it's Christmas. This conversation took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> and you are along for the ride. Anyway, to finish the other thing, I would like to be a better person. And then, in, yeah, and then to, like, actually achieve my potential and follow through on a whole bunch of projects I have set for myself. Be a better stage manager. Is there a particular project you're going to most focus on? Uh, probably the Diana musical and then my wedding. Probably. Diana! <laughs> Diana! Die! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon? That was 21 and a half years ago! Too soon. Come on, you all knew that one had to be coming. Did we, though? Did we? Yes. It was the second association I made. Um... I'm only going to be pronouncing them latte from now on. Latte. <laughs> Just to back up for a second. Be a little basic? No, a latte. A little basic. A little basic of me. I do. Uh, I need to make progress on the dissertation this year. Yes, you sure. do. Another thing that I've been thinking a lot about. I want to address my next wedding invitation to you as Dr. Matthew Nicely. <laughs> Your next wedding invitation? Yeah. I'll just send you the same wedding invitation again. No, I think it's more of... Dr. Nice. <laughs> we would be so honored if you would go back in time and reattend our wedding. <laughs> reattend our wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be great if you could be Dr. Nicely and seeing my wedding. I have been. Oh, the, there will be no way I'm done. Wait, wedding. how many doctors are in your family right now? But also, if you have extended or immediate. Immediate. There's Michael. And Jeffrey. And Jeffrey is also a doctor. And if you count a JD. Then John has a D. So you are the only brother that is not a doctor yet. You know what? We are having a good conversation. <laughs> I just like putting things in context for everyone. Do you? Also, I'm a terrible person. Remember where I said I wanted to be a better person? Well, you can start now. I'll accept your apology. This is me. In any form you care to give it. I'm so sorry, Matthew. Do you accept my apology? We're all getting up on, on uh, Matthew <laughs> about not being a PhD yet. Um, yet, but he could be one day soon. Be. Higher education is a disaster, and although I'd like to stay in higher education, I have been thinking a lot more about what would I do if I leave academic. You could go work at Fermilab. What? I don't know. You'd be the janitor. I'm literally <laughs> making things up right now. I'm literally making things up. I did not mean that as an insult. I just like physics. Yeah, that's not what I studied. Oh, I'm sure somebody could study. Did they still use the tape things? 
Mm -hmm. I'm sure somebody could study the anthropological ramifications of how they store things and do things for me. I'm there sure. are anth well, there, well, yeah. There's the oh. archival question, right? Yeah. But um, but there are anthropologists who study large scale science projects. That sounds really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like to me, at least, because I'm a Bruno Latour. Well, welcome to to Elsa sitting at this table, Dan. I think we all count as giant tweeps. Ooh, it has been an hour. So if we'd like to bail on this podcast, we could, in fact. In fact, listeners, if you are bailed on this, <laughs> <laughs> you might not have heard Steve because he was speaking quietly and from the kitchen from where the he is from the whisk. But he said that if listeners have already bailed, well then, you beat us to it. Steve, you're the best. Did you want me to say that? That was not third person. That was... Oh, yes. Oh, Mr. Steve Downing. Downing. Okay. Happy 2019, Steve. Wait, are we maybe really Levina, done? Maybe Chelsea. Should we should go around and do one more question. Yeah, let's do one more question. question. Oh, yeah. We only or got intention. to me. I, I think we were avoiding I was the only resolution. person. Steve, yeah, so what is intention. your intention for 2019? Uh, uh, in particular, I want to make sure I take time every week to uh, strengthen my friendships and my relationships broadly. Here you go. Megan? That's a great one. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I would like to be a better friend to um, both new people I meet and to the ones that have previously been my friends. And um, I would like to read more more just for fun and actually for like my own professional development. I don't do resolutions, but I keep I keep goals for every year. I wanted to read 20 books in 2018. I only made it to 10, so I'm going to shoot for 20 again this year. Wanted to run a half marathon. Not 30 to make up for the 10 you didn't I get to? That's a very instant thing to do. Wait, oh, which I half marathon? If you come down to San Diego, maybe we can run one in San Diego together. I'd love, I thought about doing, I thought about asking for a Disney half marathon as a Christmas gift. Mm -hmm. Just because mm -hmm. I said I was mm -hmm. going to just do it on my own. Uh, we were talking about this. No, at, at launch no that's not oh, a thing you can do. Not, so I need to actually no, no, sign no. up and pay money to actually enter a race to be like, oh, on this date, I have to be ready to run 13.1. I'm going to look up some half marathons in San Diego and see if we'll come down and Sounds great. That sounds wonderful. Um, also, just want to be more fearless in general. I think one of the things holding me back personally is just being fearful. And it's like, why, why do I care? If I make a sales pitch and this person rejects me, or why do I care if someone doesn't like X or Y or Z that I put out there under the world? So being a little bit more fearless in several different ways is, is a resolution goal intent for this year. Uh, I also don't do resolutions. Mm -hmm. But uh, one thing that I've been trying to work on, failed rather miserably, miserably the last few months, but have a good, like, this upcoming quarter is a good time to try to uh, I don't want to say work-life balance, but certainly it's uh, it's either when I when I do things, it's all like 100 miles an hour for months on end, and then zero. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I want to get to where I can be consistently productive, mm -hmm. but without destroying my body mm -hmm. and my relationships. Mm -hmm. More balance. Mm -hmm. More belly rubs with Rocket. We're gonna have to go slow with that. <laughs> Rocket's a cat, just to be clear. And she is semi-feral. <laughs> she was not happy when I wanted to put my coat. I kept trying to put my coat in the coat closet last night, and she was like, what do you want? And I was like, I want to open the closet, Rocket. That's all I want to do. Rocket's resolution is to continue being feral. <laughs> I think. That's setting the bar kind of low. Yeah, she, I will do that easy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she she the kind of cat where you do two rubs on the belly and you have to and do like two and a half and then any more than two and a half. Yeah. And you'll have claws inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But she's growing. Mm-hmm. Like we all are growing. I was trying to <laughs> work that in. I understand. We got two and a half years for the musical uh, and you just toss nine years out there. I'm okay with this. I support you in this method. Oh, what if we could get Jonathan Colton to write our musical for us? He's already written one. He did SpongeBob. Is it called IMSA? For the explanation, IMSA, the best and brightest. IMSA, the best and brightest. What about just IMSA, a- the Acad- best and brightest? Academy. Academy. No. 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 We sound like we're wizards. Yeah, we'll just keep working on this for a little bit. Yeah. And with that, what about like 2019 has begun. Now I'm trying to come up with classic musicals. Oklahoma already has an exclamation point yep. on her. She loves me. Holiday Inn. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Kinky. Mm-mm. Boots. Did mm-hmm. Annie get your gun and then an exclamation point? No, I don't think so. Annie, get your gun. Nope. Annie, get your gun. Wait, I don't remember. Do we also do a desk flip no, for the closing? No, we usually just turn it off. Okay. No, no tea sipping? We've decided that's not a good closer. No, I mean, we've been doing that an awful lot. I feel like we should do something new. Hmm. Like, maybe I just hit stop. In three, 